Welcome to the Builders Podcast, a production of the Lawrenson Center for Faith and Work at Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. This podcast features the stories of builders, people who get their hands dirty making organizations, movements, and businesses. Today's conversation is with Delson Santel. Delson is a 2015 Concordia graduate and somebody that I recently had a chance to meet at Startup Brew, uh, where we actually had a Concordia takeover of Startup Brew, um, which is a, a part of Emerging Prairie. You've heard me talk about it before, I think, in the past. Um, but Delson had a chance to talk about kind of uh, his his life story, to talk a bit about the businesses that he's currently running and uh, partnering with. And uh, it's just an incredible story. And, and he is a really good communicator, I think you all are going to find. Um, right now, Delson is involved in three businesses, all kind of within the world of, of, of barbershops. So Experience Barbers uh, is the barbershop that he, uh, that he owns. And, and there, uh, there's a shop in Fargo-Moorhead and also in Detroit Lakes. He's also a business partner, um, a co-owner of, of Dakota Barber Academy here in the Fargo-Moorhead area. So there they're actually training, uh, training barbers. And then he recently opened uh, a shop uh, called the Barbershop in Jamestown, North Dakota. And so Delson is obviously very busy <laughs> with all of these ventures and is really at the, he, he just, he fits exactly the kind of story. He has exactly the kind of story that we're trying to capture on the Builders Podcast, which is uh, stories of people who are not only kind of building organizations and businesses and movements, but who are doing so with kind of a greater purpose in mind, with the good of those around them in mind. And I think you're going to hear in my conversation with Delson that that uh, he has a really big and I think a powerful vision uh, for his life and especially for those around him who uh, who might be in need. And so um, uh, this, this is a, a conversation that's going to kind of weave in and out as ours often do between uh, talking about kind of the building up of a business and the journey to that, uh, but then we'll also touch on kind of his deep heart uh, to help those around him. So in any case, this is going to be a great conversation and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, do make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and also uh, go to our uh, website, laurensoncenter.com found in the show notes below and make sure to subscribe for our newsletter. That's one of the primary ways that we communicate with our audience. And so if you want to keep getting updates uh, about new podcast episodes, about new events coming up, sign up for the newsletter at laurensoncenter.com. And if you want to know more about Delson and his businesses and how you can support him, check out the links below and you'll find uh, all of the information there. Thanks and enjoy the conversation. Delson Santel, welcome to the conversation. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. You know, I, after I heard your uh, your talk at Startup Brew a couple weeks ago, I thought, oh my word, we've got to get Delson on this podcast. I mean, it, it, it's such a compelling story. I mean, you, you're a Concordia graduate, mm -hmm. uh, 2015. 2015. 2015, all right. We talked about that earlier. And uh, majored in psychology. You're here in the Fargo-Moorhead area. You've just had an incredible journey to where you're at. Unconventional, I think. Quite, quite unconventional. Yeah, but, but, but productive, you know. There's just so many interesting things going on, and you are a builder, you know. Like, from my perspective, you just fit the profile of the people we're trying to highlight in this podcast and, and from whom we hope to learn. So thanks, Delson, for being here. Of course. 
super happy. Yeah. Well, why don't you, let me just say this. You, uh, you have a couple of different businesses that you're involved in. All of them, I think generally within the realm of bar of the world of barbering, you're being, you're being you're barber shops. Cool. So you're a uh, um, experienced barber. You, uh, down here in the Fargo Moorhead area and Detroit lakes, uh, Dakota barber Academy, Based here in Fargo Moorhead, you're in a partnership there, and then the barber shop which you just opened at Jamestown. Um, these are all kind of this is part of your business world right now. For sure, is that right? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that ecosystem and give us maybe the 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 short story of how all that came about. Yeah, so I uh, started with my business partners, Brandon and Leanne LaFrance, and this was shortly right after I graduated from barber school, which was back in January 2021. And I, I was working underneath them at TaylorMade Barber Studio for about eight months. And it was, and that's eight months is when I started my first single chair barber um, studio. And um, that was, uh, that was, uh, you know, and quite honestly, Leanne um, was my business partner. She kind of just pushed me into it. She was like, hey, (laughs) I feel like you're ready. This is a good time for you to start. So I opened up my, once again, my first single chair barbershop, studio barbershop in August of 2021. And then two months later, I got a text. And at this time, uh, Brandon and Leanne, they were just the the owners of TaylorMade Barber Studio. Yeah. And Leanne sent me a text and asked me if I'm willing to open up a school with her, with them. Um, They're they're both husband and wife. And I, uh, (laughs) it was, uh, I was quite, I was, I was shocked. I, I guess I was shocked just because, you know, I just graduated barber school yeah. and um, now Brandley and they've been in business for about 15 years and they're asking me to come on board. <laughs> so um, a little imposter syndrome going on, right? Like yeah. why me? And, um, but yeah, we, uh, we, we focused on it for about three months and um, we actually opened up in January of 2022 uh, with Dakota Barber Academy. And then from there, um, our goal is to continue on growing barbershops within the North Dakota, Minnesota area. And we're using our bar- barber school to funnel the students right through. So oh, that's kind of the whole, the whole reason why. Yeah. 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 So you kind of get to see these barbers from, you know, sort of inception all the way up till, you know, they're full fledged. <laughs> they can choose. I mean, and obviously, yeah. you know, they, they don't have to stick with us, but, right. um, you know, we'll, we'll still help them um, get to wherever they're at and, uh, since January of uh, 2022, we've had five people that graduated. Um, nice. One works with myself, um, two within the area. Actually, uh, the other four are within the area. So we're uh, nice. super excited for them. So it sounds like some of these big decisions were ones that you d- you weren't necessarily seeking these opportunities out. In fact, they kind of ambushed you. <laughs> it like oh, for sure. And, that's and, that's and, a great <laughs> that's a great way to put it. And and it sounds like you maybe needed just a little bit of a nudge to say yes. Is that I mean, is that true? Correct. Yeah. No. It's looking back, I never really had many opportunities to be a leader or. Um, nor did I really understand what I want to do with my life. And looking back in high school, I was a little immature. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> this was probably the reasons why I wasn't a leader. But um, yeah, no, I, I just, uh, like I said, when my business partners approached me to start up the business school or the, the, the barber school, there was a little imposter syndrome going on just yeah. because I've never been, I've never done anything to this capacity before. So um, 
you know, from then till now, it's just a, a complete 180. I mean, it's, I have all the confidence just because I know that I always had it. Um, I always had these qualities. I just had somebody to yeah. just believe in me, right? Believe me and push me. Yeah. And have you found, I, I'm sure this will be true in the future if it hasn't already been true. Have you, have you found similar opportunities to kind of tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, you have got, you know, some skill and some talent here and like, is that something that you feel like you like to pass on to other, that a gift you like to give to others? For sure. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's like, it's like I finally see the matrix. I finally see the other side. <laughs> so I'm trying to help as many people as I can. But one thing I do see that, um, that a lot of people have in common of not going on to become an entrepreneur, just not really believe in themselves is, is fear, right? The yeah, fear yeah, of yeah. failing, the fear of, um, you know, how am I going to make money? Right. This and that. But yes, I mean, um, my younger brother, Peter, great guy. And I'm trying to push him to, <laughs> I see the exact same thing that I have. Yeah. Exact same qualities. I'm trying to push them, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fear, right? It's just the yeah. fear of unknown. That's, that's what causes a lot of people to not jump into, uh, you know, what they should be doing. So, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's really true. And that's why I think those, like those external voices are so important, you know, for people. And, and I think it's just so easy in our jobs because we're busy people, right. To just be focused on like the execution of the task itself. It's like, in your case, I got to go build a barber school, you know, educate people, cut, cut hair and, and, and expand the business. And then it, it takes extra effort to say, now I'm going to open up, lift up my head and look around to see who else is there and who else I can empower. For sure. And I think that's, that's a duty. Uh, if you're really good at something, I think that's, that should be your duty as a huh. person on this earth is just to continue because I mean, you can't take anything with you right at the end of the day. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I believe it's, it's our duty to help out the next generation. Right. And if you do find that person and, um, if they have those acting qualities that you're, you're looking for, why not? I mean, it's yeah. once again, can't bring it with you. So, um, I'm a strong believer of helping out that, that next generation. Yeah. You know, I really appreciate it in your, um, Startup root talk. It sounds like there's like the bi- the questions of like why and like motivation. Like that seems really rich and deep in you. It's not for you just about like money or sort of accumulating power or something like that. That like there's something motivating you that that I could hear in in your words. And I just wondered if you can say something about that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's uh. So <clears throat> I have a goal and um. I'm, I'm a big believer of goals and setting high goals, yeah. really high goals. And the goals where you tell people and they they just look at you crazy. That's the type yeah. of goals that I've always tried to set for myself. And I'm just going to go out and say it, but yeah, yeah. I want to, um, I want to, it's either raise or I just want to be able to have about a hundred million dollars. And yeah. the reason why that is because I want to focus on philanthropy and yeah. really help out the community. So um, I could say a million dollars, but I feel like that's a low goal. And yeah. I, I just want to um, set that goal for a hundred million dollars and um, continue on just helping those that need it. Right. I mean, finding, finding mentees or, um, I'm also part of a nonprofit in town and I just love what, what they do. And, can you say which one? Yeah, Legacy yeah. Children's Foundation. Nice. It's uh, it's been around for about eleven years. It's a after school program that helps out with at risk youth, and uh, I just love what they do. And I'm um, sorry, what we do. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I just love helping out those that uh, are trying to make a 
better place within the community. Yeah, I, it it is a it is a it is a beautiful dream, and and one that I, I don't think you necessarily sort of talked as much about that in in your startup brew talk, but it 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 came out. It was communicated to me in maybe really subtle ways that there is a deep sense of kind of obligation and duty. I think duty was the word that you used that you feel toward those around you. And is that something that was kind of cultivated later on, or do you feel like it's kind of always been there? Where does that, where does that burden come from? It's always been there, but likewise, I just never really had the opportunity to really um, focus on it. You know, I was just trying to find myself after, after yeah. college, yeah. graduated with the psych degree. And <laughs> from there, I kind of went multiple different ways trying to find myself. And um, once my, business partners helped me out to kind of focus on my strengths. I was really able to hone in and focus on um, like what, what's my passion, my why, my North star. And uh, I I realized that I just love helping out people and helping them get to the next step. So, and uh, just kind of going back, back to the start brew. And I mentioned this a little bit too. And um, I've been really trying to get more into my faith and, um, I just know that I wouldn't be here without God. So just uh, just trying to yeah. do everything that I can do to continue on. Well, at this kind of stage in your in your kind of business and your life, when you're really you're you're in intense kind of building mode, what kind of resources are you finding in your faith to help you? Like at this sort of crucial moment in your in your life. Great question. Love it. Yeah. Worrying, not to worry. That <laughs> there we that go. is so key. And I used to worry a lot about um, things that. Never even happened, right? Yeah, but I'm with you. <laughs> um, I was reading this daily devotion one day, and and something along the lines of um, you shouldn't worry because uh, it kind of contradicts that you're not quite of a believer. So oh, and I read it like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like God is already working. Like He's 20 miles ahead, and He's working yeah. on trying to get you there. So um, just believe, mm-hmm. just believe, and walk in. You know, walk in faith. It's. Uh, <laughs> That's that's where I try not to worry as much and just put everything in his hands. Yeah, no, I I I I'd have to say that I struggle similarly <laughs> with these kinds of things. And you're right, though, that like worry is a symptom that we don't trust the one that has us on this journey. For sure, it's such it, a weird yeah to give that much control or mm. just to believe in so much and not really seeing it. Right, so it's uh um. That was such a big thing. Was I would mm. just worry about things that once again may never even happen. So it's a lot of uh, mm. a lot of worries are just in your head. I'm reading a book right now uh, called Scarcity. In fact, let me I'm going to pull it up right here since we're since we're talking about it. Hopefully, it won't like automatically turn on <laughs> because that might be like a copyright <laughs> hey, violation if I like. Worries. But yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so it's called scarcity, and it really is is having it has to do with like the way that all different forms of scarcity impact the human psyche, uh, and that's everything from kind of monetary scarcity to time scarcity. And I feel like when there's trust scarcity, or you know, like fear is me another way of talking about it, like it taxes the human bandwidth in a way that really stifles the work of a creative work or being an entrepreneur, or really it stifles our ability to be compassionate toward other people. Like it somehow sucks that. I, I don't know. Do you, do you think that's true? Or Yeah. It's uh, kind of going back to that imposter syndrome that I see. I see, you know, and going back to, um, going back to my high school days, <laughs> I was never the best, uh, the best <laughs> student academically. And, 
I think I was on the bottom, bottom half, but you know, it just, it just seen that <clears throat> the reason why I keep going back to imposter syndromes, I've, yeah. I've seen people where they're in better areas than where I was at. Right. So it's like, how did I make it? So it was, just, mm-hmm. um, but once again, if you do feel like, um, you can't jump on to, uh, or you can't become an entrepreneur, you can't do this just because, you know, that scarcity mindset, that's going to hold you back. Right. And, right. um, creating those fears and, you know, once again, those fears may never happen, but um, your mind, your mind is so powerful and um, mm-hmm. it can play a lot of tricks on you. And yeah. that's, that's why I see with a lot of people and yeah. a lot of people that's close around me and where it's like, Hey man, you have it. You have all these qualities. You just got to bet on yourself mm-hmm. and uh, um, not to worry. Yeah. To yeah. Worry. Yeah. No, that's, I, th- I think that's uh, that's good advice. And um, as you think back on your journey, like who have been the, you've mentioned your business partners being really important mm-hmm. kind of mentors for you, but also just sort of tapping you on the shoulder and saying, Hey, like you, you got this, or we want to invite you into this. Who are some other kind of mentors or people that have just shaped your life into the form it is now? Yeah. So I was, uh, um, I was, uh, I was an athlete growing up and I, I uh, played football and uh, I wrestled and I actually wrestled at Concordia as well, but a couple of my mentors, you know, um, my high school coach, actually high school wrestling coach, his name's Nick McGee. And then, um, my football coach, I don't know if he knows this, but Brett Miller, um, I just looked up to those guys. They, um, they really, it was, it was all about the mindset for them, right? Yeah. That, hey, you're able to do this. And, um, at that time I didn't really understand it, but now looking back at it, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were really there for you and trying to teach the mindset. And that, that's so, um, that's so important. And, um, uh, and then, you know, my business partners, I, yeah. I I've, I've mentioned them so many times with Brandley and they took a <laughs> chance on me yeah, it's on, amazing. and, uh, yeah, I just owe them a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I have to imagine there are a lot of people who probably have like the germ of an idea or like they have this North star is what you use that language. And they're like, okay, I'm, I'm in this job right now. I don't quite see how it you know, gets me to the North star, but you know, maybe, maybe if I took a step of, you know, a risk or something, maybe that would get me a little bit closer. Like what's, what's your advice to that person who's like sitting at their desk and they're like, I need to get, you know, I need to make some moves to more, align more with this kind of North star, this big why that I have, but maybe there's some risk involved. Like what's, what's your advice to that person? Yeah. So just going back and, you know, first of all, figure out that passion and figure out your why. Um, and I think that's where I struggle at first is that, yeah. I was just chasing the money. I was like, okay, this is a high, high paying job. Right. And, you know, chasing the money, chasing the title, job titles. That's, that's kind of what I did at first. And that never really aligned with my why. And I think that's the reason why I kept going down different paths, just trying to figure out what I really want to do. And then once, when you figure out your why, then, um, find some, find a mentor that's already, so wherever you want to go, find a mentor that's already been there and then ask them, to help you out, right? I mean, they have the blueprint. Um, there's not many things that you have to, you don't really have to reinvent the wheel yeah. um, unless you have the next big, unless you're the next big Apple, <laughs> right, right? right? Unless you're the next big Apple. Right, right. But yeah, find a mentor. Find a mentor that's already been there and just ask them if they can help you out. And I think that's that helped me out tremendously to get where I'm at. I think it's, it's, it's very straightforward, time-worn advice or like, you know, time-tested advice that you're giving us there to like find, you know, figure out who you are, figure who you are, what your big why is, and find somebody who's 
sort of 10 minutes down the road, you know, or, or further down the road Correct. than you are. Uh, but it, it just works, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's easier said than done. And I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I wasn't scared at first. And, yeah. You know, yeah. taking those, taking those leaps and really believing myself. It's, uh, it's quite hard. It's quite hard, but, um, I do believe that we're all capable of extraordinary things and we just got to really um, get, take control of our mindset. That's such a big thing and really believe in yourself that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, Delson, this has been so in- encouraging and interesting just to hear you reflect kind of on your life. Is, is there anything else that you want to sort of touch on before we conclude? Because we've covered some great stuff about, especially about mindset. And I think that's really key. I wonder if there's anything else you might want to talk about. You know, the, the only thing I want to mention is uh, um, just a little help from the community. Um, yeah. You know, my, my vision with our barber school, Dakota Barber Academy, is to one day be a staple. You know, I mean, we're talking about 50 years from now. Yeah. I just wish that we're still still around. And, um, you know, just come by and check us out. Yeah. Haircuts are at $9.99. And, at the academy? Um, at the academy. Oh, so th- that's interesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you are interested in... Um, joining the industry, you know, just reach out to us and we'll help you out. So once again, um, right now I'm super passionate about growing Dakota Barber Academy and um, I have some great business partners and I feel like we have all our um, vision aligns and we all want to continue on growing Dakota Barber Academy. Yeah, that's great. Well, all the links and everything to your to your businesses are going to be in the show notes below. So people, if you didn't quite catch, you know, all that information, you can find it in the show notes. And uh, Delson, thank you so much for your time. Of course, Michael. Thank you. This podcast is a production of the Lawrenson Center for Faith and Work at Concordia College. To learn more about the Lawrenson Center, visit our website at lawrensoncenter.com. Thank you for listening.